Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. My name's Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in ShareYourStories.online. With me today is Lawrence Armstrong, who is an architect, an artist, a sculptor, and a furniture designer. Lawrence joins us today from San Clemente, California, and I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with him about his inspiration. Welcome. Thanks, Trish. Glad to be here. Looking forward to it. You know, I loved your story because one of the things that I found so interesting about your story is what came first, your love for architecture or your love for the arts, where you were sort of doodling and doing all kinds of things, I assume, as a child? Yeah, I think that, um, boy, which came first? Uh, I think it sort of happened all at the same time. You know, I... Uh, I drew, I, when I was a kid, I was drawing a lot and um, observing buildings and building things and uh, I, my early and trying to wander around on project sites, you know. Um, so I think it sort of all happened at the same time. I remember when I was in high school, ready to, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life and where I wanted to go to college. And I took an aptitude test, you know, that was supposed to help you with these things just right. to see. And I, I felt fairly sure, but it came back. I think number one, be an architect. Number two, be a sculptor. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think from an early age, I, I was very fortunate to sort of, you know, know what I wanted to do. So tell me, what's the style of architecture that you practice in? Because I know that you have more than one office, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about where those offices are located and the style of architecture that you that you practice and work with and the various different clients that you have. Yeah, so the, the, the name of the firm is Ware Malcolm. It was uh, founded here in Orange County, California in 1972. And um, I bought the firm from the founders with uh, a partner in 1992 and uh, we, we specialize in commercial uh, architecture so our clients are uh, national and local developers as well as uh, fortune 500s and regional corporations and so you know we do work that um, as you might imagine that relates to those kind of companies which is uh, big industrial facilities uh, office buildings, corporate headquarters, um, and the like. And, well, and we do a lot of other We've diversified over the years into some other product types as well, um, all related to commercial real estate. So you have a practice in Canada as well as in the United States. So tell us a little bit about some of the cities where you're kind of located, because I'm sure you're doing work internationally, or do you concentrate in North America? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, we do. Uh, well, we're headquartered here in uh, Irvine, California, but we have 24 offices now. Uh, wow. Actually, three in Canada, uh, Vaughan, uh, Toronto, and actually Ottawa is our newest office. And uh, we're all over the uh, United States um, in all the major markets. Uh, and, uh, and then we also have a big office in Mexico City. And so most of our work is North America, and uh, we occasionally will do some work in Europe or the Middle East. Uh, and we have a longtime client in China. We've done a bunch of work. So, um, but most of it's North America. 
Wow, that's very exciting. And and when I checked out your website, because of course, as part of the Share Your Stories um, guest blog, we have a direct link to your website. And when I took a look at your website, I've seen some of the really amazing cities that you featured your artistic work, which is very contemporary. So tell us how you sort of, uh, you know, how one feeds the other, because, you know, you mentioned you didn't know which came first. So if <laughs> architecture is kind of the thing that you do on a corporate level, what feeds your inspiration for the contemporary side in the art and artistic venues? Yeah. So, yes, my, off, my, my art is definitely um, contemporary, modern. Uh, it's all ab very abstract. You know, it's all based on sort of this concept of layers. And, uh, you know, I've been an artist my whole life, but I've only shown uh, publicly shown my work since I think around 08 or something like that. Oh, nine. Um, so not that long, and uh, but it, but I've been very fortunate, um, you know, to be noticed by uh, several curators, and so I've I've um, I've exhibited many times in New York, in Miami, um, you know, in, in different cities around Chicago, different cities up and down the East Coast and Midwest, um, and then all over Europe. You know, I've uh, got some good friends that run galleries there that have found me. And so I've exhibited a lot in Italy and, um, you know, in France and in Austria and Spain and some different places. So uh, it's been really fun and exciting. I've, I've exhibited in Toronto as well. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that part of my uh, sort of secondary career is, is taken off pretty well. It's pretty, pretty cool. So tell us, you know, for those folks who may be watching and are viewing and listening audience, and they may be a budding artist, and so they're, you know, they're listening to some of the wonderful cities in which you've been able to show your work, and they're thinking, wow, you know, how do you even get started to, to get into a gallery? Like, you know, is there something that I'm supposed to look for? Because the talent's only one, one aspect. You know, then you've got the business side of the, the you know, the art. And so how did you end up sort of making the connection in getting into some of these various different galleries around the world? Do you, do you have a, an agent that represents you or are you the kind of guy who just kind of picks up the phone and calls people and says, this is who I am and here's my website and have a look? Yes. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Because this has been um, I, it, a little bit of a head scratcher. The art world is pretty different from other businesses, as as I know that you know. And I haven't really ever, uh, you know, done any sort of aggressive marketing. I guess I would say, mm -hmm. in, in a similar way, in my business, we do all the time. You know, right, right. all the time. So what I did was I I built a website. Um, I've been on social media very strongly since I began this, uh, this whole journey. Okay. And, you know, for the most part, all these curators found me and invited mm -hmm. me. And I know it's weird to say that, but that's exactly what's happened and continues to happen. And, and so when that happens, we sort of are, you have the advantage, I guess, or I don't know if it's an advantage, but it's, a. uh, the ability, I guess, to check them out. And I haven't sure. with everyone that's asked me because, um, you know, the art world is a different kind of world. And right. so I, I try to pick my partners uh, as carefully as I can. And, um, 
but I found some really great ones. And, uh, and so, yeah, I've, I've been in some magazines, some publications, and I think people, different people have seen me in there. They've seen me on social media. And so then I get invitations and, um, that's how it's gone so far. <laughs> so, wow, that sounds like that's really that's very inspirational because you know yeah. some some always folks think you know wow that there must be a real you know there's a secret to that kind of success and I love the fact that you've what you've done is you shared the visual images on social you started a website and then obviously have a very strong belief in the work that you do. And so you attracted the right kind of people. They, they found you, which I think is really quite amazing. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of that to having a vast network. I mean, I have a huge business network, right. That I've built over many years. And so I think sometimes what happens is um, you put something up there consistently and, you know, on your networks, on your social media. And, you know, there's a lot of people that see it right. uh, in my case, because I have a big network. Right. Um, and so I, I guess advice I might give is to build your network as big as you can. So when sure. you are posting, a lot of people see it. And then you never know from that. Where it will lead. What will happen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's really amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you mentioned in your story um, is you talked a little bit about a mentor and the mentor that you discussed in your story was your dad. So tell us a little bit about how, because I got the impression when I was reading your story that he not only gave you the encouragement and the confidence to be a wonderful business person, but he also gave you a really strong work ethic um, and how to approach uh, your own success and where it is that you wanted to go to chart your future. So tell us a little bit about your dad as a mentor. Yeah. So, um, uh, he was awesome. I really look up to him and, uh, you know, he, he taught us that my brothers and I, that, you know, um, you had to work hard, right. You had to figure out what you wanted to do and work hard. If you, you know, and if you wanted you expected results and you expected success. You had to make it happen. And you had to also um, learn from your mistakes and your failures, you know, and then keep going and not be defeated by them. So um, uh, he was great in that way, you know, just sort of uh, balancing us out and, you know, uh, helping us to understand that, that, you know, it, uh, you have to earn it. Right. You know, you have to earn it. And so now, um, if, yeah. if, there, if there was something, you know, you mentioned a failure, learning from your failures. And I think that's something else that, you know, everyone creatively, you know, sometimes we're our worst critic. You know, we look at our work. I'm sure you're no different. You, you know, you look at your work and think, oh, geez, that's not that's not really what I had envisioned um, for this particular piece. And so, you know, we tend to be a little too critical and we may look at that as a failure. So how in your career as an artist, have you taken some of the perhaps setbacks or failures that you've had and turned them into opportunities? It's always about just learning and being open to, um, learning from, you know, whatever experience you have, even if, even a success, you know, um, uh, obviously you learn more from a failure. Um, and, you know, so you just be willing to try something new and not right. get defeated or discouraged. I think that's really important that you have to have a belief in yourself and that understanding that this is a journey and you're not 
perfect and you're going to make mistakes and you're learning. And part of learning is um, you're not an expert yet. Right. <laughs> so right. you have that sort of attitude that's like, okay, I'm not an expert. I have a lot that I don't know and that I need to learn and I'm going to keep pushing, keep doing my best, keep trying, work hard. Um, you know, this is, I, I don't know, it might seem cliche, but to me, it's true. It's totally yeah. true. Yeah. Well, you know, when you live, when you, as we say, if you walk the walk and talk the talk, you can sort of, you feel that authentic energy. And I think that if anything that um, you are giving our viewing and listening audience today is a really wonderful view of the authentic journey. You know, it's, it's not all, um, you know, uh, stars and, you know, rainbows and all of that sort of thing. You're going to fall down and scrape your knees every once in a while, but you have to have the conviction to get up and do it again. Right. So in terms of inspiration, because architecture and art is a different kind of inspiration. And I know perhaps as chairman of your company, you perhaps are not doing as much hands-on architecture anymore, um, but you're probably managing the business a little more than, uh, than sitting at the board, so to speak. Um, but tell us a little bit about what's, what inspires you. What inspires your work? Yeah. Um, well, for, on the first point, yes. I, well, I was CEO for 28 years, and I did run the company and build the company. And um, I'm finding out that chairman is just an awesome job because I'm ah. not really <laughs> I've appointed a new CEO and a new president, and they're doing amazing and uh and their team behind them they're doing they're just doing a great job and, and i'm there to advise and have more time to do things like this which is great so but what inspires you know my the architecture and the art is super intertwined as well as just business um because i think that there's an aspect that, um, that I think this is important that if you want to be a successful artist or you want to be successful at any anything you're doing, um, you know, business is part of it. It's a big piece of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I think that I, I say this a lot, but it's I, I believe that it's, you know, being an artist helped me be a better CEO. Being a CEO helped me be a better artist, and this, and I say the same thing about architecture. Being an architect, and you know, being an artist helped me be a, a more creative architect, and you know, being an architect helped me, I think, just have a more structured approach a little bit to not the art itself because the art's very sort of freewheeling, uh, and, and I think. Um, You know, it's not the way the way inspiration and ideas come to me is is pretty different from how I approach architecture. But, sure. but the structure of trying to, you know, be disciplined about how I approach the business of art, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah. You know, so all those three kind of aspects, being a business person, being an architect, being an artist, they all intertwine and they all each piece helps me be better at the other one. So one of the things that we asked everybody to do in the guest blog is to share three words of advice. So I'd like to give you an opportunity to tell us a little bit about your three words, which are work, risk, and love. Those are very three, very different words. So tell us how they're important to you. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, those three sum up kind of how I try to approach everything I do. And I'll go back to the first work, which we already talked about. 
right. which is whatever you're going to do in your life, you have to work hard. Yeah. You know, you just have to, you have to work and you've got to stay focused and you've got to stay on top of it and keep pushing forward if you want to be successful. And right. so I think that's, you know, again, maybe cliche, but very important. Uh, risk is also very important. You have to be willing to take some risks in your life. If you, if you believe in something and you believe in yourself and you're excited and passionate about something, you got to take some risks. Yeah. You know, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've lived my whole life sort of being a, a quiet artist and, but I was out there on the architecture and business side. And so when I first put my work out there, um, you know, I was, I was not a kid anymore and I was not, and I'd never done it, but you know, that first exhibit or two is kind of scary. Nerve wracking <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, and then you get over it, you know, yeah. which is awesome. But if you don't take that risk, you're not going to get there. And, you know, I've taken uh, a few, you know, risks in my career that, you know, definitely paid off. Paid and, off, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to back it up. And, you know, not always, they don't always. You take risks sometimes in your business that, you know, didn't work out so well, but then you learn. So I think that if you don't take a risk, you don't put yourself out there, you you are sort of giving up a chance to move forward, you know, and learn and do better. So wow. that's important. And then, you know, the love part is, is, um, it is sort of a two piece of the thing. It's, it's sort of like you have to love what you do. And, you know, because if you love what you're doing, it's not so much of a job. It's, yes, true. it's a, it's a fulfilling life. Right. And so find what you love to do and do that and then throw all these other pieces in, uh, because then you're, you know, it's, it's much more fulfilling, much more fun, you know, and, and exciting. And, and then of course, you know, the other piece about love is you, you know, surrounding yourself with people sure. that love you, and that you love, yeah. right? right? And that's super important too. You have to have support. Everyone needs help. Everyone needs support. So anyway, so those are why those three words are important to me. Well, I want to thank you very much for spending some time with me today, Lawrence, because, you know, I think you've really given our viewing and listening and audience an opportunity to sort of see that, you know, there's some really great components that when you build on your success and failures will take you to fulfilling your dreams. And clearly you live a very full life. And I certainly hope at some point in time that you'll share with me the next art installation that you may have uh, that's in North America. And who knows when the borders open, maybe we can um, take an opportunity to see your work live because it's really quite amazing. And uh, we'll certainly share uh, some of the uh, photos that you have and your website link um, as part of this interview so that people can connect with you. Great. Well, I really appreciate the time and great talking to you. And um, yeah, I look forward to more conversations in the future. And yeah, hopefully, uh, um, we can see each other at a an in-person meeting, right? At an exhibit. <laughs> exactly. Right. Thank you. Okay. To our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining me today in this edition of Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real, where we introduced you to the person behind the logo and hopefully provided you with a little inspiration. And if you have a story that you like to share with us, please feel free to visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thank you.